The Mac Attack podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval. I'm Zach Clark. And I'm Zach Hayes. This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. This is your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. Zach, another week, another pair of great games in the Mac Red. And I'll tell you what, bro, I am still freezing. I I am still freezing. I felt cold watching your videos last night in the comfort of my own home. So thank you for being (laughs) out there with the people. And I thought we really got some gold and that really added to uh, the the play-by-play. I loved it. I got to tell you, Zach, I love football and I've been covering high school football on and off for about a decade uh, in various parts of the country. I've done it in Arizona, Arkansas, Texas, uh, and you know, here we are in Metro Detroit. And uh, before I go any further, when I was leaving Runkle, I walked by the bus where the Dakota kids were getting on. And I mean, that really was hard to see, right? I mean, they they played for the most part in that game so well, they had firm control and you know, you are expectation driven, right? And you're hungry and you came off that win against chip and they weren't the defending champs. Yeah. Yeah. And so let me just say, before we go any further, like big ups to Dakota, because I mean, now it's just a really tough way to lose. And, and I just, well, I, I felt for him. Well, let me add to that a little I felt bit for too, because you and I touched on this off mic uh, a, a while back. You know, we've met some of these kids yeah. along the way. We've talked to them. We've had the privilege of talking football and just talking life with some so of them. So polite. And these kids are fantastic. I mean, hats off to the parents and the coaches. kids because the coaches, the programs, these kids have their heads on straight and that's really refreshing to see. A lot of the times the younger generations get a bad rap, but I I mean, not from what I'm seeing out there. These kids are really just a class act from every single program. So hats off to you guys. It's been impressive. I was a horrible teenager. Like, I don't I don't understand how these kids are so... I guess kids like us don't exist oh, anymore man, back in the that's day. That's probably not a bad thing. That's probably not a bad thing. But Zach, that game at Stevenson last night, I mean, this is what high school football is all about. Stevenson, Dakota, both of these teams had gotten far further than the outside public had thought they were going to go. A little bit of a shocker, a little bit of a surprise. It's cold. It's an inner division game in a district championship. And then there's a fourth quarter comeback, which I don't want to say was miraculous, but I'll say I was surprised. The the way, and we're going to get into this, I don't want to jump the gun here, but the way that Dakota had begun to play in the second and third quarters and into the fourth quarter, it just felt like they were going to literally run away with the game, but they did not so fast, not so fast, but let's jump into the results here. Our art and Jake's game of the week. Stevenson beats Dakota comes from behind 38 35. And if Zach, you go back to the format change of the playoffs, the last time they changed the format in 1999, it is the fourth district title for the Titans. Their first since 2009, when they made a state title run, it just, it feels like Stevenson and a lot of these kids that they have are, are sophomores and juniors. It feels like this Stevenson program is on its way to being what it used to be. 
there's always going to be these ebbs and flows in programs where, you know, you're on top of the world one season, but then there's some rebuilding and theirs you know, was longer and deeper than people thought it would be though. Yeah, I'll just say that. I think they've got a solid leader in uh, Justin Newcomb here where he's really molding these kids and everything he's doing is starting to come together. It's exciting to see because as you and I discussed, what's to come for a team like yeah. this, regardless of what the next couple of weeks bring for them. We hope to see them still continue to make that run, but this is a sign of a future Stevenson program that might be fighting for a Mac red division championship. And as good as Stevenson has been Eisenhower, Zach on the road again, they top Lake Orion this time, 27, 20. And then again, you go back to the playoff format switch in 99, the ninth district title for the Eisenhower Eagles. And look, Zach, this Eisenhower team started one and two, eight and oh, since they are the hottest team in the state. Wow. Unbelievable. That's a bold statement too right now. Well, but I mean, you look at like West Bloomfield and Belleville, like they're just playing as they have all year long. Sure. Right. I mean, they're, they're, they're no different. They're the same. They were excellent start to finish, but you look at the way, not only Eisenhower has strung wins out, but how they've done it. We'll get into it, but man, I mean, you look at Lake Orion put up 20 points and that told you it would come not, down to yeah, offense. Yeah. So that's not common for this Ike defense to give up those points, but Hey, we're a team. So if defense is allowing a few more points on the board, Rastig steps up and yep. he does what he's supposed to do and they get a win out of their 27-20 over a good Lake Orion team. So Eisenhower and Stevenson both move on. We go to the other side of the bracket, Zach. So How does the rest of it shake up? Well, Castec upsets Fordson. Big time. 46-28. Castec proved they have the athletes to beat anyone. We talked about that last week. It was earlier this week. And you look at who they have and how they operate on any given day, this team can beat anybody. Which is scary for Stevenson, you know, going into they it. They get that game at home. They do get it at home. That's a plus. Amazing. Eisenhower still has to stay on the road next week, man. Tough draw for Ike with a lot of away games, but it's it's acting like it's not a factor for them. Well, you talk about Davison. They topped Lapeer on the road. Davison beat Romeo on the road. They beat Lapeer on the road 42-21. But now, their third game, they get to come back home after two road games. Yes. I mean, talk about, yes. talk about a turn of events. They lucked and, out there. I mean, Zach, that Davison team, you know, we wondered how that offense would stack up against the schools of, of, uh, you know, bigger capacity, right? Against the big boys. And I mean, that offense, there is no question. And there probably wasn't before just my own ignorance. There is no question that this Davison team is just woof. Yeah. It's not something, you know, we kind of, maybe we didn't give them enough credit just Definitely because of not. the, the league they it's were coming hard. out of, you know, we didn't know a lot about we didn't get them. To see them. We didn't get to see them play firsthand, but this matchup that's happening in the regional championship Sick. for Eisenhower and Davison is going to be a battle of arguably one of the best defenses in the state and a high flying offensive threat from the Cardinals that is uh, really just playing some of their best football this season as well. They're, they're rolling past some of their opponents here. Zach, not great in our Heidelbright Chevrolet playoff picks. We had Dakota, they lost, but we also had Fortson and Lapeer, they both lost. So one and three in our Heidelbright Chevrolet playoff picks, easily our worst week of the season. Yeah. I mean, it was bound to happen. You know, they can't all be winners and that's how it shakes up. This is playoff football. And like you said, some of these teams, they're just bringing everything they yeah. got and they are just battle tested for the postseason. Somebody on Twitter said last night that they were glad the Mac attack was wrong about... <laughs> 
Stevenson and well, I was, hey, we, we that's yeah absolutely absolutely glad to be wrong about that one right I mean we don't we, have favorites we here. have We're no not, rooting interest yeah. we only root for what's best for the red as a whole absolutely and so in that game we were just looking for the best we were contest happy anybody, possible. Yeah, nobody, I, I don't think anybody. The best game of the year. I don't think anybody thinks we're, we're playing favorites. So, you know, when we do pick these teams, it's based solely on just what we think is going to happen on the field. Whether it was Dakota or Stevenson, we would have been happy with those results. Obviously, we want Ike to win. So it's hard for these picks for us sometimes. Sure. But, you know, hey, you guys are out there rooting for your teams, and we're happy to yeah, we're, we're, bring we're, that along with we're us. We're just here for the narration. Zach, let's jump into how it happened. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here. Dakota Stevenson it was our Art and Jake's game of the week and I mean deservedly so come on oh man that was one of the best games I, I know I'm whining about how cold I was and I was I was freezing but I mean it was totally worth it I mean the scene in the end zone at the end of that game the band on the field the, the students on, on the field. field you have parents moms dads crying hugging each other I mean the emotion it was just and I mentioned how tough it was yeah you know, the to, other end. to watch there, Dakota winter, walk out like that but and that's what makes sports just so intense is that you you turn right. around and it's like the complete opposite well and this is it's, the, it's amazing well here and here's the thing for a lot of these kids there is no That's college offer. There is no so to be fair, though, next level playing. Dakota has a higher rate of college bond kids than most, but you're right. You're still right. But you know, there's that moment when you realize that you will never put those cleats on again, that you will never step on that field again. And I mean, it's been a part of who you are for as long as you, you can remember. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember, you know, growing up playing basketball, I was defined by that. You know, you were grouped into the student athlete thing and, you know, you spent your summers doing it. You spent your off, especially now. It. I mean, the focus, the intensity that kids put on sports and that parents put on the children. It's really a tough moment for those kids when that they come to that realization, like you said, your heart goes out to them and and it's, it's no easy way to, to lose the season and to, to be out. But there is another team that is going on and continuing their, their hunt for Ford field. I was looking at our Twitter feed a couple days ago. You can follow us at Mac attack pod. Somebody had tweeted, I think it was a coach and had gotten retweeted onto our feed that you mentioned playing basketball. Like you could still put on some shorts, lace them up and go shoot around or even, or even pick up games. Yeah. Even get competitive, right? Tennis, golf, even things like baseball. You can come pretty close with softball, but but, even hockey, there's so many beer leagues for hockey that you can go go lace them up. And this is Michigan. There's beer leagues everywhere. You see like some, like every a once in a flag game that might happen over Thanksgiving weekend. But I mean, you'll never two ever hand touch, but that turns into tackle and then everybody gets mad and a fight starts. Right. There is no, no recreational helmet. Football. There's no, there's no pads. That's, there's no that's more 5am. There's no more 5am practice. There's no more bus rides. They, I might, mean, they might be okay with that part. But I mean, I think those are the things you look back on and hopefully you got something out of it and it's part of who you are. Now, I'm not saying it has to be beaten into you, but you hope that whatever it is you do in high school, whether it's the band or football or Spanish club, that, you know, it, it helps mold you into who you are. Absolutely. And we touched on that with the with what these coaches and the programs are doing. And it's, you know, hats off to them because they do know that it goes beyond the field and it's more than what the game brings. But that just goes to show you guys enjoy it while you're in the moment because this, this is going to be stuff that it might not be the best time of your life because trust me, there's a lot down the road that's fun and exciting too. But you scored a great interview yeah, yeah, right after the game. Let's jump into that. I was glad that I stuck around. Talk about, Zach, enjoying the moment. I spoke for uh, just a few minutes with Stevenson Titan head coach Justin Newcomb on the field amid the celebration. Definitely worth a listen. All right, coach, doesn't get much better than that. Just talk about the emotions there in the final few minutes. And, I mean, just the party that was at Renkel Field here 
fans, students, family on the field. What a moment. Yeah, it felt like the old times here at Stevenson, that's for sure. It was fun. The highs and lows in this game, you, you try and preach to your kids. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. The game's never over. But until they're in that environment and they see it and they can feel it, uh, I was just proud of our kids tonight. This game had some flows. You got off to a great start. Dakota picked it up in the second quarter and the third quarter, but you all responded in the fourth. What was different in the first and fourth quarters for you guys? You know, it was a game of runs tonight. You know, great athletes on both teams making plays. I mean, Stepney on that side, Sloan on that side, those guys make plays, and we got a couple of good guys on our side too, and uh, it was just fun to see him play. Talk about Jordan Ramsey. It's been a strange journey for him throughout this season, but, I mean, he might have been one of the best players, if not the best player on the field tonight. Boy, here's another sophomore playing well for us. Starts the season at quarterback, and he gets dinged up, and he comes back, and, and we move him around in different spots to create mismatches for him, and he just comes out. He, he missed a couple earlier in the game. He's a coach, coach, I'll come back and get it, and with the game on the line, we give it to him, and, boy, did he make a play. You talked to me about confidence a couple days ago. To be able to come up with a stop like that with a minute to go, I mean, it just screams confidence. How about two seniors making a play? Latrell Stovall off the edge, hitting the quarterback when he threw, and senior Nick Wingfield making that interception. What people don't know about Nick is he had the flu this week, and he's sicker than a dog this week, and I'm in the coach's office for the game, and we pull up the Michael Jordan flu game. We watch seven-minute highlights of that, and he goes, Coach, that's going to be me tonight. I'm going to be ready to go. And here he is sealing the game with an interception. I mean, things like that, It just you, you can't write that. That's It's just magical that's happening. What did you see on the Stepney fumble? Boy, <laughs> I saw Stevenson ball, and let's go. That's what we saw. So it looks like Cast Tech is a winner here, which I think means you guys will have another home football game. I mean, can you put those that into words? Yeah, three home games here at 5-4 and four in the playoffs, and Kaz Tech, athletes on athletes, but we'll enjoy this one and uh, get to breaking them down uh, 24 hours. Coach, congratulations. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. You know, Zach, standing there in that moment, Coach, his wife was there, the students and the, the team in the background, the trophies floating around. I thought about the conversation he and I had in August in the weight room yeah, and camp. the enthusiasm and, and then they started out 2-0 and I'm like, oh man, yes, yes, start. you know, here comes Stevenson. But then the wheels kind of fell off and I thought, man, you know, it feels like they're going down the same path they did the year before. I mean, Falling I, short of expectations and not really living up to their potential, all those, you know, narratives that you can... This is going to be an all-time great season in the annals of Stevenson. And maybe not, maybe they won't make a state title run like they've done in the past, but because they've exceeded expectations the way that they have the way they've done it. And Zach, I believe this sets up the foundation for the rebirth I of Stevenson Titan football. I think you nailed it. We've talked about that a couple times now. We talked about that with Nick Wingfield when he came in studio the other day. We talked to him about that, about you know how we remember Stevenson being such a powerhouse. And they're halfway to Fort Field at this point. Yeah, Not going to, to Runkle used to suck. <laughs> but yeah, nobody wanted nobody to go, wanted on to the go there. there. You look at this, and I, I see a coach who is and a staff it's, and a staff it's, it's everybody right now who buy these kids are these guys are just as excited as the kids are right now and that's what's so cool to see because as much as it's an important win for the kids you better believe that Justin Newcomb is looking at this as I am building the program and I am bringing it back to the heyday. So as a young coach like that, I think of like, I, I was just talking to my father-in-law about PJ Fleck the other day, you know, and that, that run he had with Western and you know, what he did for, you know, uh, you just got, on to Minnesota. You just got like a million year contract extension they, in Minnesota. Well, they were, they were looking at him for the Florida state job too. So this, these are these young coaches who go and they, they build something big with the programs that they're at and they leave their mark on there. You know, that you remember Western being such a, a great 
uh, school. The, there, there were the there boat, were kids, baby. Yeah, there were kids from you know Romeo, that state championship team, that were recruited and they made their way to Western. So this is what I see in, in Justin Newcomb here for Stevenson and what they're going to do for the what he's going to do in his staff for the program. As we look at this game, you know, Zach, the Titans came out just as Dakota did in the opening week. They came out firing. Stevenson came out with a stop and then a score. They faked the extra point. It works. Bold move. You're, you're, you're up eight nothing. And, you know, they made it 11 nothing. And we got into the second quarter. And then all of a sudden, as you expected, because at first, Stevenson's defense was excellent. They had a couple picks. Jordan Ramsey, running back, wide receiver, defensive back, just an excellent, excellent game for that. And he's only a sophomore. You look at he played quarterback at the beginning. And then, you know, they handed it back over to Biagio Madonna. Just an incredible path. But you look at like Caden Sloan and Davian Stepney. I mean, Zach, the way that they were able to run the ball in the second quarter, the third quarter, I mean, into the fourth quarter, it was Sloan, Stepney, Rinse, repeat. <laughs> Sloan, Stepney, Rinse, repeat. I mean, Stepney had four touchdowns and an interception. I mean, and, and they, you, you can't do any better than that. They couldn't stop him. He had a 59-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter, and you thought to yourself, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And Stevenson scores after that. Stevenson scores on a 78-yard touchdown pass. First play of the drive. Then they force the turnover. And then they're forced to go for it on fourth down twice. And Zach, the moment of the game, there's like a minute left. They trot out the field goal unit. Uh huh. Timeout. Offense comes back out. Dakota calls a timeout. Offense comes back out again. Touchdown. <laughs> And then in, you in, got to see this firsthand. I'm jealous because I, I mean, and I'm, that's why I'm letting you kind of take over here. Oh my God. Like I, I mean, I normally do anyway, but at the same time, it's, you were there. I can't, my commentary will not compare to what you can and experience then, from firsthand account. After the game, Newcomb reveals he was going to fake it. So that field goal was never going to be, it, they were going to a non-factor. It but, was not, but he happen. did the thing that coaches never do. And this don't fake it. Just put Just the offense yeah. out there. You, your offense has played really well. When they fake the extra point out the gate, fine. So, yeah, that's a different story. And I, you know, I missed a moment earlier after that 78-yard touchdown. They had an onside kick. They got to the ball first, but it popped out, mm. and Dakota grabbed it. So all these things were going against yeah. Stevenson at the end there. And even then, so now it, Stevenson is up three, right? It's 38-35. Dakota, this close. I mean, they had a chance. Well, and there was a, a moment. It ended up being pass interference, and it was the best pass interference ever because it was going to be a touchdown. I mean, <laughs> Drosky had a man. Call. Yeah, you I mean, he was wide it. open. He had to do it. And they drove down. They got to within. They were inside the 40, and you thought, you know, if anybody's going to hit the home run, we've seen him do it all night long. It's going to be right here. Yeah. But then, in the end, was it Nick Remi- Wingfield interception. Game oh. over. Hats off to, to Nick. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a heck of a player. And then did you hear? Sick as a dog. So... Coach Newcomb and Wingfield watched like eight or nine minutes of the Jordan flu game before. And Nick looked at coach and said, I can do it. I'm going to do this. Let's go. The motivational power of Michael Jordan is no, uh, there's nothing better when it comes to sports. I mean, mean, these kids are young. They don't know. They didn't see this. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't even think of that. That's sad. That's sad that they missed missed out on that era. But here's the thing. With that kind of situation, this kind of reminded me of the first Dakota-Chip matchup where Dakota had the chance at the very end to win that game exactly. and came up short. Same thing. And, you know, it was the same situation. They just couldn't pull it off at the end. And that's a testament to how good both of these teams are. No shortage of points here, 38-35. 
they were both going after this. They both wanted that that district championship four lead, so bad. Four lead changes in the game. I mean, it was it was back and solid, forth through and through. Game, no doubt, it, it was excellent. It was excellent. Stevenson beats Dakota in our Art and Jake's game of the week, 38-35. They'll move on to the regional final, a district championship in their back pocket. Zach, we're going to get to Eisenhower and Lakor in a very impressive win for the Eagles. That's coming up. With three locations in Southeast Michigan, Art and Jake's provides the community with the best dining experience. Whether you're looking for a quick lunch, dinner with the family, taking the kids out after their team sports, or drinks and cold beers with friends while watching the game, Art and Jake's has all you're looking for and more. Enjoy Art and Jake's delicious food with prompt and friendly service and a fun-filled family atmosphere. With over 70 TVs at each location, you'll catch all the sports action along with private TVs in the booths that'll help keep the young ones entertained. You'll see why Art and Jake's has become the go-to spot in Metro Detroit. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Art and Jake's. Zach Eisenhower. I said it before, and I, I'm, I'll double down. They are the hottest team in Division One right now. They started one and two. They didn't score a point in the first game of the season. We thought, who is this? What is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah, what are we going to get out of these Eisenhower Eagles this year? And I think we are all pleasantly surprised. You know who's not surprised? Chris Smith and the Eisenhower Eagles. I'm not surprised now. I would have been surprised in September, but by, you know, early October, it became apparent that this team had figured it out. Did I think they would do it the way that they've done it? They dominated Adams in the first game. And even in this game, Eisenhower, not so clean. They had turnovers on their, I think their first two drives or two out of their first three drives. I said, I believe this game will come down to what their offense is able to do. Blake Rastig throws stepped up three touchdown time. passes Good for Dalski Barker solid play on offense. Well, and that's the thing. We did not see the best Eisenhower team on the field yesterday. That was not their best game. Can they do that against Davison? I don't think so. I think they need to, to have a more complete game. Man, um, that game is going to be so fun. That Ooh. keep an eye out for that one. I mean, you've got over in uh, region two, they've got a great matchup in Belleville and West Bloomfield. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge one, but the Eisenhower defense, unbelievable right now, going up against a hot Davison offense, that's going to be the battle that uh, we should all yeah. be watching because it's going to come down to who wants it more. Road I guarantee trip. that's all it's going to be. It's going to be who wants it more because those teams are so well tested on both ends of the field that I don't know what Davison's defense is capable well, of, I mean, but I know that Rastig and his offense have proven themselves to be completely capable because they won that game for the Eisenhower. Eagles. Well, I mean, you look at uh, Davison's defense and they limited uh, a very good Lapeer team to 21 points and they let Romeo score, but they were able to negate Romeo's talent by forcing them at the end of the game to throw they it seems like Davison's offense is just going to run you over and they do yeah. and and it, to me when I, the very little that I know the Davison defense will make you uncomfortable and that's what they did to Romeo and it seems like that's what they did to Lapierre we're going to talk about those games in a minute because we do want to look ahead just briefly we'll have obviously a, a full preview on Wednesday but Zach I think Eisenhower I mean you you mentioned Belleville and West Bloomfield but I mean you look at the way that Eisenhower has played there's only eight teams left I understand that but out of the eight teams either Belleville or West Bloomfield will lose they play each other they both can't win right and so that makes Eisenhower basically the second or third team left in the draw to me right now 
Eisenhower is the most likely to be the team that we see at Ford Field going up against whoever wins out yeah. Region 1 and Region 2, yeah, which I, is probably going to be Belleville or West Bloomfield, depending on how next week's game shapes up. So, I mean, I, I really think that the path is clear right now to Eisenhower, but like I said, they've got to have a more complete game next week yeah. than what we saw last night. I mean, Lake Orion... Great team, solid. But Davis but will make you pay. Davis, yes. We've seen so what that offense will do. You can't let them get running because not that Brasteague and the Eisenhower offense can't keep up, but they don't, don't put up nearly as many points as what Davison is used to putting up on the scoreboard. You cannot get into a shooting match with Davison. You will lose. They put up 35 against the Bulldogs, 42 against a very good Lapeer they team. They have 75 playoff points on the road. And they're going to be at home. So... That changes the game, too, because they finally get a home game. But remember what we talked about earlier before we turned the mic on? In this half of the bracket, last night the home teams were 1-3. and three. The only home winner was Stevenson. You know, Zach, I want to talk about Cast Tech and Fordson, Davison and LaPierre. We're going to have to look ahead on Wednesday, so we'll get warmed up here. Two district championships for the MAC Red. They will both move on to the regional. We'll talk about who they will face briefly in a minute. Heidebright Chevrolet is proud to sponsor the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach. Your friends at Heidebright know what it takes to field a winning team. Good luck to all Mac Red playoff qualifiers for Northern Macomb County's only locally owned and operated car dealership. Owners Kurt Heidebright and John Boyce are lifelong Bulldogs, but their support of high school sports extends to the entire Mac Red area. Heidebright Chevrolet has all pros at every position, from the all-new Silverado and Blazer to the top-selling Equinox and Traverse, plus a reliable pre-owned vehicle for everybody budget, superior service, and the area's highest rated body shop put Heidebright at the top of the standings. Visit Heidebright Chevrolet at RomeoChevy.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. You know, Zach, we don't know a ton about Castec or Fortson. We knew that they both had big time playmakers. We knew that Fortson had a great season and we knew that Castec had their ups and downs throughout the season. You know, Castec, very similar to Stevenson and Dakota, had a subpar regular season at five and four, but they're turning that into something right now. They've they, won three state championships in this decade. They're not a joke. I mean, even a five and four team coming in, they went up against that Fordson team that was ranked. That's uh, a really good high. football I mean, they, team. They had only lost one game prior to this and Cast Tech took it to them. I mean, it wasn't even close, 46 to 28. It was at one point a little closer than it appeared at the end, but it was never really in doubt and the playmakers in this game were everywhere but i mean that tech offense the king twins kalen and kobe i mean it's like what can't they do forget about the relationship them being siblings but when you have two options like that to contain both of them with a good quarterback and other ancillary weapons. It's just, man, when Castec is on, they'll beat anybody and they'll do it with relative ease. You saw it last night. It's like the, they're the equivalent of uh, Chippewa Valley's Harris brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a, you always get those special bonds that go beyond sports. And believe it or not, that makes an impact. Those guys are firing on a different cylinder because of that connection to the sibling. I, I, I think that does make a difference a lot of the times, but I don't know what to expect from Tech. Tech oh, has always been, man, I you know, do. they've always been, they've I'm been scared. big, they've been big boys. They've always been, you know, big, solid football players. These are kids that are going D one. You got kind of feel like men amongst boys sometimes, but they are. And I mean, that's where the talent in Detroit, that's one of the places that the talent feeds, right? I mean, you look at, Absolutely. you look at cast tech and we were talking about the, the public schools, right? Uh, forget about the, the parochials, right. but I mean, you talk about 
Cats, Tech, or or King, you establish, especially this day and age with school of choice in the state of Michigan, right? I mean, that's one of the things about establishing a solid program is it allows you to kind of draw kids that may think, you know, maybe maybe I don't want to drive so far to play football. Maybe I want to play football right here. Because I, I can do it right in my backyard and go win a state championship. But so, wait, hold on. Before you say that, go any further, you said in your backyard, there were people at the game last night. Runklefield backs up to, to a, subdivision. A, a neighborhood. Yeah. And there was like a group of people sitting around a bonfire watching the game through the fence. And I've never been so jealous uh, of that talk fire. About, those might be the best seats in the house. No doubt. It's kind of like at Wrigley uh, Field when yeah, you've got porch. the people who are out yeah. there watching. You know, what I was going to say too, you know, when we get into this upcoming week for, for our Heide Bright Picks of the Week, it's going to be really hard to continue to pick against Stevenson. I mean, we're going to hear from the Stevenson fans because- We already have we, heard it. Well, there you go. We have gone against Stevenson the last couple of weeks and they have proved us wrong. And, you know, maybe we just keep picking against them so they continue their hot streak. I mean, I don't want to break the curse here or unleash something. Let's see how that luck plays out. But uh, it's interesting nonetheless because Stevenson is going to have their work cut out for them next week. No doubt. Cast Tech goes to Stevenson Regional Championship on the line. And Zach, on the other side, Davison continues to win, claims redemption against Lapierre. They lost in double overtime in week nine. Brendan Sullivan, Caleb Smith, just too much for the Dragons. And Zach, we've seen it over and over again. Beating a team twice is so hard. Chip couldn't beat Dakota twice. Dakota uh, couldn't beat Stevenson Dakota twice. Dakota couldn't beat Stevenson twice. You see it week in and week out. It's so hard when these rematches pop up. You've shown what you're capable of, and, and a lot of these were close. And you know, so what would be interesting because if it played out, Stevenson Eisenhower, Eisenhower against uh, Stevenson, yeah. if that holds true, Stevenson would be moving on to Ford Field. Now you're halfway there, and Zach. Clearly, we we slept on Davison. I'm not going to apologize for it because again, we, we only, in you only fairness, know what you know. it is so hard to compare the size and caliber of programs. That doesn't mean you can't play really good football in small areas. You obviously can. Well, this isn't ESPN. We're not getting Ba-na-na. high. As much as we might have grown up with the the Craig Kilborns and the Dan Patrick. I did do videos on Twitter last night, though. That always helps. But for as much as content is out there these days, it's really hard to get a complete package uh, from these teams based on what's available to guys like us. You know what I mean? We're not getting game tape. We're not being able to really break it down and, and see a lot of the stats. So it, it's a little bit of a going in blind for these teams that we don't get to see week in and week out. But I mean, man, Davison is playing good football right Clean. now. I mean, it's, it's, it's solid. There's really no doubt that their offense is going to strike and it's all going to be about how Eisenhower is able to yeah. handle that at Th- the end of the day. That's just going to be a, a fantastic matchup of a really good offense and a really good defense. And the best part, Zach, is that the team with the really good defense can play offense yes. and the team with the really good offense can play defense. And, yeah. and so you're really going to see two teams that are playing by far their best football. And and again, are as hot as can be. I mean, obviously you look at all these teams, you look at a team like Castec and Stevenson. I mean, talk about Stevenson rolling for the third time in a row they're gonna play at, at home, home against the playoffs. A five, against another five and four team yeah you said that earlier you said when was the last time that uh stevenson had to leave macomb county it's been a while when we were doing this in august when we first started up i was warmer <laughs> aside from being warmer the way that we could potentially have two mac red teams going up against each other in the semifinals, guaranteeing one team to be in Ford Field. We talked about it before. The results of this are like a lottery. You could not have predicted this. We won the lottery with these Mac Red teams. We knew that it was a solid division. We had good odds. We knew that the odds were in our favor. However, 
We did not see this shaking up the way it did. And that's what's so exciting about it because you guys get to come on the journey with us and continue this path. And I hope that maybe some of the Romeo fans and some of the Chip fans and even some of the Anchor Bay fans are, are still holding on here because guys, to it's, it's out there. You know, we still want to bring you guys along for the ride. And we said like, we're doing this regardless of who's left. We will cover this up until the championship game that Saturday after Thanksgiving at Ford Field, regardless of who's in there. But gosh, how nice would it be to have Eisenhower or Stevenson I think sitting that, there? I think that's only like three weeks away. It's hard it to is. think. It's hard to think it about. Is. It is. You know, Zach, I think- Two more games to go, guys. Yeah. You look at the Mac and I think they've got a good chance to continue their push. And we'll jump into all of that on Wednesday. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up with those five stars and a review. As always, thanks for your help on Twitter. You can follow us at Mac Attack Pod, like our Facebook page as well. An incredible weekend of football, exact. We still have so much more in front of us. I can't wait to be back on Wednesday. Keep it up, guys. We're looking forward to uh, next Friday's games. Football! Thanks for listening to the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. For more, visit MacAttackPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MacAttackPod. And don't forget to like the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack Podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval.